everyone. I am Giancarlo, the founding pastor for Victory Church, and we are very happy to be here tonight, several of us. To my right, my wife Tracy, our brother Al, Miss Tony, our brother Zach, Deborah out there, Charlotte, and Charlie. So there are some things that we want to share with you, uh, and uh, I'm going to let my wife share with you some, some ideas that uh, she wanted to uh, just talk with everyone tonight here, right? So, right. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Um, I just wanted to reiterate um, or just go back over what we learned on Sunday. I think Sunday is a topic of how to get our blessings was, was so needed to hear by all of us. And um, there's an order to receive our blessings. You know, it says in Psalm 40, verse 4, that great blessings come to those who trust in the Lord. If God came down to you face to face and said, you know, if you just trust in me, I'm going to give you everything you need and want. It'd make it very real, wouldn't it? And you would definitely, I'm going to trust in God. <laughs> That's for sure. And um, he said in Mark 11, 22 or, and 23, he says, I urge you to pray for absolutely anything, whether it's small or large. There's nothing too small that he doesn't care about. There's nothing too large that he can't do. And so he said to pray for anything, large or small, that you want. If you have a, if you have faith, then he and you use that faith, he's going to grant us what it is we need, what we desire, because he cares about our desires. And I wanted to talk about um, faith. Um, this is a revelation that came to me a long time ago. Um, Roman 10, Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And I had always heard, um, well, I didn't always hear it. It's, it's scripture that um, in Romans 12, 3, it says that God has given all of us a measure of faith. And I, I remember thinking to myself for years, thinking, Okay, God has given me my measure of faith, and that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's what I'm going to use, and that's it. But then that doesn't line up with Romans 10:17 that says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God, which means all of a sudden I realized I can increase my faith. I wasn't just given a measure of I was given a measure of faith, but it's just like lifting weights. Everybody has the same amount of muscles, correct? Wouldn't you say that? Right. And, but you don't go to the gym and just lay the weights on your shoulders and expect the muscles to appear. No, weights you are have, heavy. You have to push against those weights. You have to push against the obstacle for those, for the muscles to get bigger and stronger. You have to push against obstacles and circumstances for your faith to get bigger. And it was just such a revelation to me to know that I play a huge part and making my faith bigger. I can actually right. increase it. And um, that that is just something that really um, blessed me as I was growing up and that I, I continue to remind myself that if I will, I can go home. I You know, it's one thing coming to church and hearing Pastor Gian talk, which we all, we all need to hear him minister. But if I just go home and the rest of the week I do nothing, I can read the Word of God, but I need to hear myself saying, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. 
God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Not according to the economy, not according to my bank account, but according to his riches. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. He gives me favor that surrounds me like a shield. And when I start to say all those promises in the word of God, all of a sudden my faith is built up. And all of a sudden I have hope. Yeah, I'm gonna stir. This stirs me up when I start speaking the word. It, it stirs me up, and then when I'm stirred up, all of a sudden, I have hope and I'm joyful, and joy is what really brings it all together. And um, you had shared this scripture on Sunday, Joel. Oh, that's a good one. Joel two twenty one, and I had never, <laughs> as many times as I've read the Bible. This was left out of my Bible. It said, um, he will do great things for us when we are happy and full of joy. And, that, you know, if God came down to me, if you would be happy and smile and be joyful, I will do great things for you. I wouldn't have another frown on my face. <laughs> you know, if he sat right in front of me, I need to see you happy. I need to see you joyful. That would change it for me. And it's no different than the word of God. I mean, he is saying that to us. That is him speaking. Right. And that I've just been dwelling on Sunday. And it's <laughs> we just have so been strong. We have been discussing in the house several concepts about uh, how the blessings will come to us. But it's all based on faith, right? And believing, believing. We have to believe. And that is the, the title of this uh, lesson. Thank you for watching. Thank you for connecting. We are in our Bible study called the Bible Timeline. We started it in July, I believe. Lesson number one out there in Genesis chapter one. We are right now in Genesis chapter 21. Lesson number 36, May 22nd, 2018. Woo, woo, woo. We have 2018. <laughs> I think you said 19, didn't you? No, I said 18. <laughs> <laughs> we have hamburgers tonight. Yes, it was so good. Uh, some of some of us here, I, I don't breathe. I am not going to say names, but uh, some eat more than one. <laughs> well, right. we're we're growing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Deborah for going and shopping and all that. Thing. That was great. Very very nice. So we are going to read now the scripture of tonight in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. Please, honey. Hmm. The Lord came back to visit Sarah as he said he would, and he kept his promise to her at exactly the time God said it would happen. Sarah became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. Abraham named his son Isaac. Abraham did what God commanded and circumcised Isaac when he was eight days old. Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born. Sarah said, God has made me happy and everyone who hears about this will be happy with me. No one thought that I, Sarah, would be able to have, a, have Abraham's child, but I have given Abraham a son, even though he is old. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that in the chapter 12 of Genesis is where the whole story started with Abram, right? At that point when the Lord called him, his name was Abram. 
do you remember how old was he? Um, 75. 75. <laughs> 75. At this point, he is 100 years old. So it's 25 years. The, the lesson of tonight, the title is, Listen, Believe, Do Your Part, and Wait. Those are the four things that we are going to reflect tonight. And if you are listening or watching, I would suggest you grab a piece of paper because great things we are going to share tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So imagine this, 25 years to wait for a promise. <laughs> to wait for a child to be for born. The I mean, clock was ticking. Remember, that at this point, the promise was, uh, actually the, the Lord said, I want you to leave this place and go to a place where I'm going to bless you. And that place, at that point, the Lord didn't reveal to Abraham where was it. He said, I'm going to show you. So the first thing is he listened to the Lord and believed. But then the next step is he needed to do his part. So he went into this uh, journey traveling for different places, you know. We know that the original hometown of Abraham or Abraham later is something that uh, we we know as, uh, oh, I forgot, I told it, <laughs> Iraq, Iraq. What is the name Hussein that area about? Babylon or somewhere, something like that. You Saddam? Know? Saddam Hussein? Saddam Hussein was a Yeah, and, and that area is where Abraham was originally. Mm -hmm. So he, the Lord took him from there all the way to Canaan. So he listened, then he believed, and then he did his part. So he started this journey. I want to mention to you some, some steps that are essential in this journey. Chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. It's a passage that tells us something that is a key in the life of a believer. I mean, we call believer to someone that what? That believes, <laughs> right? Believes. That's why we call believers. We are being called believers because we believe. When Melchizedek encountered Abraham and he blessed him, it says that after Melchizedek blessed him, Abraham gave him a 10% of everything he had. And here again, the concept of the importance of being a giver, giving, letting it go. Some people are like this old lady that is going through the stairs, grabbing herself from the banisters, right? She doesn't want to let go, you know? And sometimes people are like that. You know, there is something that I say uh, constantly, and is money was invented to be used. Do you know that? <laughs> it was invented to be used. I mean, what? yeah, money, currency. That, that was the purpose of it. It's not just to accumulate it, you know? Accumulating, accumulate it. Money was invented to be used. So, but there are people that are afraid of letting money go, letting things go. You know, I have been in places where I see the, the for instance, closets with clothes that people haven't used in 25 years, and they don't want to let it go. I have seen kitchens with pots and pans 
that are so rusty, so old, but they don't want to let him go. There is an issue with not letting things go. So Abraham was the kind of person that he, he, he knew that because he believed, he trusted in the Lord, and he said, I'm going to start this journey. And the first encounter mm -hmm. that he had was with the priest, Melchizedek. And immediately he was ready to give. Are you ready to give? Or you are like the old lady? You need to think about it, because the only way that we are going to be blessed is when we are willing to give. You, you should just trust in the promises of the Lord. He will bless you when you give. Gian, but I don't think I have enough money. Well, maybe you don't have enough money because you are not used to give. Test the Lord. Is what he said. Try me on this, he says in the prophet uh, Malachi, Malachi <clears throat> chapter 3. Anyway, let's go to the next passage. Interesting. I'll, in the same chapter 14, verse 16, then Abram brought back his nephew Lot and everything Lot owned. What, what is the next characteristic that we observe in Abram? Abram was mm -hmm. loyal. Are you loyal? Are you willing to go and fight for somebody else? You see, not just believed, but his part was, in the case of the relationship with Melchizedek, was he was willing to give. And in this particular scenario, he was willing to fight and go and try to rescue his nephew. In chapter 15, the Lord spoke to Abraham and said, you will have a son. You know, there is no record about what age Abraham was at that point, but... According to some scholars, they consider that he was in his 80s at this point. We don't know. But the fact is that the Lord told him, you will have a, a son. In chapter 17, verse 9, section B, when he was 19, the Lord said, this is the agreement. Every male must be circumcised. Right? Now you remember that. <laughs> He said 19? It's lazy. 99, I'm sorry. Thank you, there's a little bit different. Yeah, I'm sorry, he was 99. He was 99. Yeah, but you remember we had kind of fun that night when we were talking about the circumcision. You first. Especially you. <laughs> you remember that? So here we go again. He listened, he believed, and he did his part. You see? It's time to obey the Lord. I'm going to get circumcised everybody, including myself. He did it. In chapter 17, verse 16, God said to Abram, I will bless your wife. I will give her a son, and you will be the father. She will be the mother of many new nations. Kings of nations will come from her. There's the promise. So what is what Abram did? The first thing, the first action Abram did was... To, to listen. Remember, this is the key code in this, the algorithm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The algorithm is first, <laughs> listen. The Lord said to him, I'm going to bless you. And then he believed, okay, I will have a son. And then he did his part, meaning what? He needed to be with his wife. And they both were old. But uh, probably they put some candles, you know, some special uh, oils. Some Al Green. <laughs> some Barry White. 
who knows what kind of romantic scenario they prefer, but they needed to, you know, take action. Take action. Listen the steps. You listen, you believe, and then you take action. Some people are saying, oh, I like that kind of action. I know you do. Everybody does. All right. Next scripture. Genesis 18, verse 32. Then Abram said, Lord, Please don't be angry with me, but let me bother you this one last time. If you find ten good people there, what will you do? The Lord said, if I find ten good people in the city, I will not destroy it. What is what we see here? We see that at that point, get this, after Abram was able to give, to fight, to believe, to obey, and put action in everything, he already knew the Lord's character. So he knew that he could do some negotiations with the Lord. So then is when he said, Lord, don't destroy everyone. I know you are a good, good father, right? I know you want to save people. That is interesting. Abraham got it there. And you know what happened, right? They didn't die. Not all of them. All right. Genesis chapter 20 verse 18, Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his servant girls. What was the situation there? Abimelech took his wife, Abraham's wife, right? They never get together, you know what I mean? But they got sick. There was an illness there. And here we find Abraham interceding for others. Do you see his character, how he was changing, maturing? And that is what the Lord expects from each one of us guys. You know, he expects that. You know, imagine it's like when we have kids in the house, right? Well, when they are little ones, you know, we are feeding them. When they are toddlers, we tell them, uh, pick up your uh, dirty clothes, right? When they are five years old, we say, well, go to the refrigerator and grab your bottle of water, right? Slowly, kids are assuming certain responsibilities. So we believers, we should do the same. Start doing some things for the Lord, maturing and growing. At this point, Abraham did that. But then I want to share with you one more scripture. It's in Genesis 18, verse 10. It says, I will come again in the spring, and at that time your wife Sarah will have a son, right? Then is when this uh, mysterious, let's say, beings came and spoke to Abraham, and they said, now it's a done deal. The promise that you heard years ago that you will have a son, it's about to happen. Next spring, in one year, here will be the son, right? Now... As we read in Genesis chapter 21, verse 1, the Lord came back to visit Sarah as he said he would, and he kept his promise to her. I don't know if you see the beauty in this verse, but it's a gorgeous scripture. As he said, he would, and he kept his promise to her. You know, all the promises that we receive from the Lord, he is going to fulfill them. Promises of healing, promises of prosperity, promises of restoration, 
promises of uh, new beginnings. <laughs> I mean, how many promises the Lord offers? In every one of those promises, He will fulfill them, as He said. And that is beautiful. We can see this here at exactly the time God said it would happen. And Sarah became pregnant. She was 90. You're right. 90 years old. So there's still help while you're <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's good. You know, the, the scripture says that... Um, I just lost it. Um, he's faithful to perform his word. His word does not return unto him void. Well, how... How is it sent to God? It's sent by us saying the word of God. And his word does not return to him void. It accomplishes that which it was sent forth to do. That's right. And it is going to happen in, in, in the Lord's time, not in our time. So how many years since Abraham left Haran or Aram 25. to this point? It's 25 years. 25 years. I have not seen any believer that for 25 years has been faithful to the Lord that is not blessed and prosperous. I haven't. Mm -hmm. The Lord is so wonderful. But you know what? The problem is, and we, we talk a little bit about it on Sunday, people do not like to be <coughs> faithful and loyal. They, they are like comets, you know, like comets. They come, and then they go. <laughs> you know, and we, we need to just be consistent, consistent, <coughs> consistent in everything we do. I encourage you guys, keep trusting in the Lord. He is going to fulfill His promises. He will, because He's faithful and He's almighty. He will do everything for you, everything. What He requires from you, number one, is <coughs> listen to His voice. Believe what you hear, and then do your part. The last thing is to wait. And in the right time, He will do things. I want to close this study with something that I really laughed when, when I was studying and reflecting about this passage. It's the last part of the verse 7. Uh, Sarah was very happy, right? And she said, ah, the Lord has made me happy happy and the Lord is happy and I am happy and Abraham is happy and in the last part it says I gave a, a son to this man right even though he is old like she isn't exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's so old you know and, and that made me think you know this is so with all respect but this is such a female statement right <laughs> I agree. You agree? <laughs> you disagree? Well, of course. You know, the wife and, of and the... she would agree. You know, wife and, and husband, you know, and whatever is the situation, most wives, they have to say something like, like this, even though he's old. <laughs> I, just, yep. I just love that. Because you, you are a lot older than me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> By three years. <laughs> yeah. Three years. <laughs> Guys, the Lord is so wonderful and He wants to bless us. And if, uh, 
if you, my friend, that you are listening, watching, and you, you feel that probably your life is not in the right place, remember this. There is hope in the name of Jesus. There is always hope. So I encourage you to say your prayers, to open your heart to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me. I need you here. Come, come into this, if, even if you say that, into this dirty heart, because He is going to clean it for you. He can do that for everyone. He has done that for all of us, right? I feel blessed, not because of what I do. I feel blessed because of what He did. He gave His life on Calvary for me. Thanks to His blood and His sacrificial death, I am forgiven. And with that, I have eternal life. And that is the gift of salvation that the Lord offers to you. Take it. Take it with all of your heart. And with that, have a beautiful night. Everyone here in Victory Church says to you good night. And see you next time. Good night. Ciao.